tonight says it is and I have you with me once again and I must say once again because it's now the third time I think yes that I have this uh, doctor with us it's Dr. Irshad Musa. Dr. Musa, Salaam Alaikum Wa Alaikum Salaam Yusuf and how are you this evening? I'm well Alhamdulillah Mashallah and uh, shukran very much for being here this evening I really appreciate it It's only a pleasure to you sir Shukran Now let me first say that Dr. Irshad is the chairperson of the Islamic Medical Association in the Western Cape That's correct Is that yeah. correct? Mm. That is of course the one uh, one side of it but otherwise you're also a family practitioner a family physician and you practice at the Kromboom Medicenter in Kromboom Road that's correct. That's correct. All right. So uh, this evening, as I said, it's going to be general medical questions. You also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're also involved with traveling. What, what was it the last time you said to me something about traveling? Uh, yeah, um, travel medicine, uh, occupational medicine, and right. family medicine. There we go. That's what I was uh, looking at, the, the travel medicine, but I wasn't sure how do you actually, you know, what, what is the title around it, but it's yeah. traveling medicine and then... Uh, Occupational medicine, in other words, uh, for those that are also occupational injuries, etc., mm. you will see those patients as well. Yes. And then as a family physician also then. Right. Now, as I said uh, to the listeners, they can start sending those uh, SMSs, the number 47913, or otherwise, um, if they'd like to call themselves, the number is 021-442-3530. 021-442-3530. Or you can send us that SMS, 47913. And do remember, age, gender, and weight. Very important. And then as much information as possible. So we're going to start off with a caller first. And we go to the lines. Voice of the Cape. Hello. Hello and assalamu alaikum to the both of you. Wa alaikum salam. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Ik wil voor die dokter vragen of hij regelt wat ik doe. Maar nu zie ik mijn pillen gaan opwees bij oomoren. So ik weet niet of ik nog moet voor even die vatten. Want nou is het die nomie appointment voor groot keer. Voor januari niet. Ah. Je ziet, maar ik wil maar niet. Dit zal hij skara aan mijn een kiet niet doen. Because twee voor het zijn meid is tachtig. Recht? En ja, al van die ogen is, 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 is twintig, is honderd. So it really bothers me, Yusuf. Ik weet... Die dochter is nou nie musician, wat nou kan sê nie, maar ek wil weet of die goed is vir my een kiet nie, en of ek nou die, die drink, die liquid reg drink. Sê ek drink, moet smaak behoepen aan, dingetje aan een, maar nou vat ek het eerke hier ek, then I don't go so much to the toilet. Ek wil sjoekeram vir die dochter, sê sjoekeram vir jou. Ok, maar moet nie weggaan nie, blij net daar, so. Have you got any questions for the lady? Yes, sister, tell me, what are you taking the water tablets for, the furosemide? Ek het moos alzerite of colitis, en my bien het by jy geswel. 
Okay, I think firstly the amount of furosemide you're taking is safe. It shouldn't cause damage to your kidneys. And secondly, okay, eight glasses of water might be a bit too much. Um, maybe I would cut down to about six. No, doctor. Sit for say, for Amul to go wash his for the six. My family, to say, when you get a say, I drink three copies here, darling, three copies coffee, and maskin three glasses of juice. To say, say, no, you can't a glass of dark drink. So, so, so what I'm actually asking, doctor. Ik moet eerst gelijk gedrukt zo maar zo. Nou niet meer niet. Er gaat de eer eer. Nou zie ik die tuurin komen meer zo. Wat is die? Ik kan het controleren. Is er jaren light in color of is het dark in color? Nee, is er echte color, dus het moet wees. Lach of donker? Nee, niet donker. Als lach. Oké, zo je gedrukt die gerechte maand van water, ja. Niet toch, dus het doet je pijn wanneer als kloomiense wat graag het bijzonder. Als je koran verdient, als je koran verdient, dan moet je op een naoos. Alright, oké. Waalikum rahmatullah. You know I'm laughing is when the lady, she usually calls in with, you know, with prophets, well, but when she asks me, Yusuf, which table am I taking in the morning? I needed to put in a disclaimer, say, I'm not there in the morning to know what tablet she's taking. Just in case some people might get some funny ideas. Oh, what took Yusuf and Dabi Gigi in the Ochana? Okay, Dr. Let me go to our SMS line also because, as I said, we're asking the listeners, they can send the SMSs, but you're only here till 10 o'clock because you cannot stay later than 10. So let's go. This one says a male, 68 years old, 110 kilograms. Yes. Prof, okay, it says prof, but of course it's doctor, soon to be a prof, inshallah, in the inshallah. future. <laughs> My ears are ringing like anything. Can't get remedy for it. Doctors just do audio testing. Are there other causes for this ringing in the ears? Well, the, the ringing in the ears can be due to um, partial deafness, to inner ear inflammation in the inner ear. Even sometimes if you have, um, there can be even uh, sort of vascular causes for the ringing in the ear. That's blood. Blood, blood yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, blood. So it's, it's, it's difficult to give you an answer without you being fully investigated, need mm. to examine you, need to check uh, obviously your blood pressure and um, cardiovascular system, your neurological system and have your ears checked properly. Make mm. sure that your 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 hearing is fine. Is mm. there partial deafness? If is there f- um, any 
wax build up in your ears, any damage to your eardrum, any fluid in your middle ear, how's your balance? So there are a lot of things that we need to right. ascertain first before we can say exactly what your cause is. But right. to answer your qu- your question, there are other there are quite a few causes for buzzing in the ears. Buzzing. Uh, just uh, for interest's sake, uh, Dr. Rashad, 110, gra- 110 kilograms. This won't have any reference or co- have any cause of this ring in the ears. I'm just asking, you know, f- mm. uh, fatty, whatever. No, 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 not directly. Not directly. Not, not directly right. no. Okay. Okay. Uh, Assalamu uh, I'm a female, age 64 years, weigh 75 kilograms. My ankle broke a year ago. The ankle is fine, but my thigh is very sore and has a pinched nerve. What can I do? So you, she she, ha, she broke her ankle. Broke her ankle, and now she's got pain in in the, the thigh. In the same, I presume it's the same side, hmm. um, and she's got a pinch. A she's pinch nerve. Pinched nerve. Talking about the pinch nerve. nerve yeah. Hmm. Um, the most the best way to treat a pinch nerve is um, to take something for the inflammation that's causing the pinch nerve. So anti-inflammatory, some painkillers, and then physiotherapy and exercise is very important. Right. Um, that will help. And loosen up the muscles that's around the lower back that go into spasm that can cause a pain as a result of the pinched nerve. Mm-hmm. So is it uh, usually inflammation that's causing a pinched nerve, uh, yeah. Doc? What happens is at the yeah in your lower back, um, between the vertebral bones, you have these cushions called the discs. Mm. And due to sometimes to strain or wear and tear over a period of time or acute strain, the disc can shift out of position. As it shifts out of position, it can then press on the nerve that comes out of the, the lower back. Right. And that nerve that c- travels down into the um, leg can then give you pain in the thigh, right, going right down into it. Right. When you have this pressure on the nerve, the area around that sort of reacts and you get a lot of swelling and inflammation. Right, right. And the muscles also go into a spasm now to try and to protect that area. Mm. And it's the inflammation and the muscle spasm that gives a lot of the the pain. The pain right. So we can treat the muscle spasms, relax the muscles, and we can treat the inflammation, and you can re- reduce a lot of the pain. And a lot of the times, the pinching on the, or the pressure on the nerves sort of settles down spontaneously. Mm, right. And right. you don't need any surgery or anything like that. Alhamdulillah. Right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And as I said, I have with me Dr. Irshad Musa, and uh, the doc will be here only until 10 o'clock so we still have time for a few more sms's inshallah i'll let you know when we've got enough for this evening Night says it is with me. I have Dr. Irshad Musa, who is the chairperson for the IMA, that's the Islamic Medical Association, in the Western Cape, but is also a family practitioner or a family physician practicing at Kromboom Medicenter in Kromboom Road. His telephone number, and this is to make an appointment. As I always say, not to phone to say I couldn't get through, so now I'm phoning you. This is to make an appointment, 021 696 8789. I repeat, 021-696-8789. That's an appointment to make an appointment to go and see 
Dr. Irshad Musa in his uh, professional capacity as a family physician. However, we have got your SMSs here, so I'm going back to the SMS line. Assalamu alaikum. What is the treatment for underactive thyroid? Is this condition dangerous and what food must I stay away from? Yes, uh, uh, underactive thyroid, quite a common condition. It's not dangerous if it's treated properly. And the treatment is to take a hormone replacement thyroid hormone in the form of a tablet, um, starting off a low dose, and you monitor the thyroid levels and adjust the dose uh, accordingly. Right. Um, There's no particular foods you have to stay away from um, with underactive thyroid. We do find that, however, with underactive thyroid, you tend to put on weight, so maybe just cutting back on 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 eating Mm. in general Mm, mm, mm. all right um the lady that called you earlier just uh, called back and uh, the technician just took the call there she says she takes an atonal tablet in the morning Mm. and in the afternoon and it's half of 25 milligrams 25 milligrams okay Uh, so so you say that's fine that's fine that's perfect all right there you are you got your answer i'm sure uh the number is 021 Our voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Taisa with Asia. We will need a question from the doctor. Doctor, I've been to a function yesterday yes. and I took a banana and the lady said to me, it gives you gout. It's full of acid. Is it true, doctor? No, it's not true. Not that I'm aware of. Because I know I'm a, I'm a diabetic and I was told to eat a banana every day. So it won't do any harm. No, it won't do any harm. Okay, sugar and doctor. Uh-huh. 78 year old, eh? Okay. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. And uh, I don't want any more SMSs, Kanala. I have got enough to keep Dr. Moosa busy for the next half an hour. I'm on 147. Okay, it's not 147 that you, you know by now. It is a number 147. If 148 comes in, unfortunately, I can't take it because I can't keep the doctor longer than the time that the doctor gave me. Salam to Yusuf and doctor, can I ask doctor, I'm a 27-year-old female, weigh 62 kilograms, I'm a diabetic. So that's 27 years old, 62 kilograms. Diabetic, my sugar is always high. I'm on insulin, I'm using 40 units in the morning and 20 units in the evening. I can't taste or smell and my left ear can't hear. What can I do, Kanala? It sounds uh, like you, you have, this young lady has um, some sort of congestion of her nasal passages that's affecting her ears. Mm. And um, if you have bad congestion of your nose and your sinuses, you will get loss of smell and taste, and it can affect your ear. The question is, is there an infection? Um, and diabetics are prone to infections, especially if the sugar level is high. So there's a strong possibility she might have an infection in, his, in the sinuses um, due to the poorly controlled uh, sugar levels. And she must ha- have herself checked out, one, to have the infection treated um, that's causing her symptoms, and two, to get her sugar under control. She's, she's young um, she's got many years ahead of her, so it's imperative that she gets her sugar levels well right. under control to right. avoid any long-term um, dangerous complications that the diabetes can cause her. Right. Um, Dr. Fuentes' sake, when we talk about 40 units in the morning and then uh, 
looking at the other units, that's uh, 20 units at night. At night, yeah. Uh, just a question, um, can that be spread over the day? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just asking, where you have 14 in the morning and 20 in the evening, and here you have a high sugar level, Yes. Uh, can't it be spread? I'm just asking out of interest. Uh, let's say for every meal time or something. You can. It depends on the insulin that she's taking at the moment. You get uh, different types of insulin mm. that release insulin quickly and mm. slowly. So you do get the short-acting insulins that you can take with each meal. Right. So you can spread the dose over thrice a day. Mm -hmm. Then you get the intermediate acting ones, which is probably what she's on that gives you maybe 12 hours of cover. The 41, the 40 moles. Uh, 40 in the morning, in the morning. And, and 20 units at night. So right. it gives you 12, hour, 12 hours of cover. Then you get the long acting, what we call basal bolus insulin that you take once at n night and covers you for the whole 24 hours. Mm. So it depends on what, what type of insulin uh, okay. that you're taking. All right. Shukran, uh, doc, uh, Dr. I've got Parkinson's, 54-year-old. Can I increase my Carbolef Lovodopa tablets yes, yes. to more than two a day, as at times two does not always work? You get different strengths of, of Carbolefa, Dopa. So I'm not 100% sure what strengths you're on, mm. but um, I would... Uh, recommend that you double check with your clinic or with your doctor to make sure that you're on the correct dose for your symptom control. Right, right, right. Uh, just another question very quickly there, uh, doctor, and that is 54-year-old uh, Parkinson's disease. Um, is yeah. that, is that uh, a normal age for this kind of No, it's relatively, relatively young, hmm. but it can, can occur at a young age. I mean, the famous actor Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future, he right. developed it at a young age. Um, I think Muhammad Ali also developed it relatively early. So you can you can develop it right. at an earlier at, age. At an earlier age, all right. Uh, Salam, Dr. M. Daisy. I have this terrible pain under my breastbone. Want, uh, went to the doctor who diagnosed inflammation in the lungs. I do have alveoli. The doctor was put on prednisone and antibiotics. Symptoms are back. Any advice, please? So she had inf inflammation in the left lung, which was treated with medication. Okay, so this is in the lungs. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and if she said the symptoms are back. I presume she's completed the course of uh, prednisone and that, and now the symptoms have come back. Um, she should go back to a doctor to have a chest X-ray done, uh, if, if not done, or some further tests so mm. that they can see what's causing a recurrence of it. Right, right. right. And uh, just for interest sake, uh, alveoliitis, what is that? Alveolitis. Alveoliitis. <laughs> I, I always have the tongue twisters, but okay, yeah, you got it. Um, it's inflammation of the very small tissue, the small airways, the end of the airways right. in the lung, like the right. actual lung tissue itself, mm. what we call the alveoli, right. is where the air actually moves across from the lung into the bloodstream. So it's right at the sort of the very end of the airways in the lungs and there's, there's millions of little alveoli that look mm. like little bubbles mm. 
um, that make up the lung tissue. And when they become inflamed, you have obviously lots of uh, symptoms and you can... Um, and there's various causes for it. Right. And th- depending on what's causing it, you need the tr- appropriate treatment. Mm. All right. Uh, uh, it just says here, a 58-year-old male weighs 70 kilograms. I have a C1, C2 tumor that gives me breathing problems. Please advise. C1, C2, C2 yeah. C3 tumor. Yeah, so C1, C2. C1, C2. So I assume that she has... Um, uh, it's a he, yeah? Oh, so that he has a tumor in his cervical spine. Um, if, she has, if he has difficulty breathing, the question is, has there been any spread of the tumor to the lungs? Hmm. So I think the, the important thing is for him to go and have himself seen by his physician. Oh, right, right, right. So the the C1, C2, um, that you say, that wouldn't necessarily give the, the breathing problems if the, the tumor was around there. Not that high up, no. Ah, ah. Right. Uh, Salam, Dr. Mr. Yusuf. I uh, diabetes for 25 years old. I op insulin, actrophane, and metformin, 850 milligrams, and... 36 units in the ochen and 30 insulin units in the aan. I drink ook elke aan a glas kreie. Okay, that's herbs. Eh? Yeah. I will not weet of the kreie sal enige damage doen. I is a female, age 58 years, and weeg 90 kilogram. The herbs will do any damage. If the herbs will do any damage, because the person is on insulin, is on metformin, mm. the person also takes a glass of herbs at night. Wanting to know now, would that possibly cause problems? Depends what's the herbs. You get um, you get good herbs and you get bad herbs. <laughs> <laughs> you get bad herbs. Okay. Um, but generally, if it's uh, herbs that is obtained from a good uh, good source, then it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, you get some some herbs that you don't exactly know what's the contents of, and you don't know how they're going to affect the body. Right. Um, so you got to be careful where you get those herbs from. But generally, herbs that you obtain from the pharmacy or from um, reputable health uh, shops should be safe. All right. Okay. Um, Eight fifty-eight. Weighs seventy-two kilograms. Was constipated. This is constipated. I think it was constipation. Constipated. I think. Um, I have pain in the leg. Went to Victoria Hospital. Doctor said it's a nerve, and that it will take time. Yeah, generally pinched nerves that give you pain in the, in the leg can take a while to to settle. Um, I don't think that the constipation has any bearing on can affect the, the the nerve in the back mm. or the leg or the leg as mm. such unless mm. the constipation is due to a to a, a problem that's um, causing a blockage within the col- within the colon and, and this in other words if there's cancer of the colon and you have spread of ca- the cancer of the colon to the um, to the uh, spine mm. and that can cause pressure on the nerve. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, would you say doc, uh, that the doctors at Victoria would have picked it up? Yeah, I'm Should sure the doctors would have picked it up, yeah. Right. 
Okay, uh, this one says space narrow between L4 and L5. Pain in the leg is okay to take three monthly injection to ease inflammation on bone. 60 years old, 70 kilograms. That's all message. I'll read it again. Space narrow between L4 and L5. Pain in the leg. Is it okay to take three monthly injection to ease inflammation on the bone? 60 years and 70 kilograms. If it's a Voltaren injection, that's perfectly fine. But you, if it's a cortisone injection, um, and some patients get cortisone injections, if it's a cortisone injection every three months, you're going to end up with complications mm. um, from the cortisone. But if it's a normal Voltaren injection, it should be okay. Okay. Um, then I have uh, one from the same number, but earlier on, remember, we had the one, uh, the lady with the, the broken ankle that actually uh, healed and then had the pinched nerve. Yes. And here the person then uh, sent us another mail to say, it's the lady with the pinched nerve. What medicine can I buy, Canala? Okay, you need some analgesic painkillers, so I would recommend Norflex Co. It's a painkiller, plus it's got a muscle relaxant in it. And then some anti-inflammatories like uh, Voltaren, 50 milligrams, and you must take that three times a day after you've had something to eat. So it's Norflex Co. and Voltaren. All right, and uh, the big question, is this over-the-counter or must it be prescribed? Um, Norflex Co. and Voltaren, you probably can get over-the-counter. Without prescription. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so, provided you don't have allergies or you're not uh, sensitive to Voltaren, it's safe. All right. And those will be the question that the, the pharmacists usually will ask. Will ask yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, just looking at the, the way our answer session is going, question and answer session is going, I can make accommodation for a few more questions. So what I will do is allow a few more questions to come through so you can send your question. 47913, that's the number. And of course, very importantly, give the details, that is AIDS, gender, and weight, and then as much uh, information as possible to make it easier for Dr. Irshad uh, to give a diagnosis from this side, inshallah. But as I said, you can send. Uh, I will tell you when to stop now because there's still time for one or two more, inshallah. Time for us to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, of course, you want to call doctor. Four seven, no, not four seven. That's 021-442-3530. That's the number. 021-442-3530. Otherwise, as I said, there's a place and time for a few more SMSs. Four seven nine one three. That's my number. Night says radius time is twenty minutes to ten, and I have in the studio Dr. Irshad Musa, family physician, family practitioner at Kromboom uh, Medicine in Kromboom Road, and that's Rondebos East, of course. And then also the gentleman is the chairperson for the IMA in the Western Cape, that's the Islamic Medical Association in the Western Cape. If you'd like to make an appointment, go see Dr. Musa in his professional capacity. 021-696-8789. That's 021-696-8789.
nine. Uh, Dr. Musa, early on we got uh, this SMS from the lady who had a problem with uh, the ankle that was, uh, no, no, that, that one. That's the one, a lady with the, the alveolis, uh, alveolitis. And uh, the lady sent us another SMS to add to it to say that uh, she also has breast cancer. Uh, because he wanted to know about the pain under the breastbone. Remember that one? Yes, yes. All yes. right. Uh, let me just get to it quickly. All right. Uh, Salam, Dr. Mati. You say I have this terrible pain under my breastbone. Went to the doctor who diagnosed inflammation to the lungs or in the lungs. I do have a real lightness. A doctor was put on uh, prednisone and antibiotic symptoms. It's back. Any advice, Canala? And then at the bottom, it came through mouth. A female, 60 years old, 75 kilograms, have breast cancer. And she said, add this onto the pain under the breastbone can, uh, question, Canala. Okay, the, the, the pain under the breastbone can be due to um, the, the breast, well, re, re, reoccurrence of the bre- breast ca- cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the it's the question about the alveolitis, what can cause it. Sometimes mm. they, I'm not quite sure what treatment she has had, but uh, treatment for cancer c- can also cause um, alveolitis, depending on whether it's, uh, what treatment okay. she has okay. had. Um, so they are f- she needs to have herself checked out thoroughly by her, her specialist, her oncologist, to determine exactly what's causing the pain. All right. Okay. All right. Um, just to say to the listeners, now you can stop sending. Definitely, I'm on 154, and that's where I'm going to end off for this evening. Um, this one says, uh, Salam, male, 65 years old, 90 kilograms. And then it says, my life... Okay, this one uh, I need to decipher here. Salam, 65 years, 90 kilograms, 50 years, and says my life, no problem. Wife left six months ago, prostate start to pain. Can it be not having the usual, the usual, okay, and that's all it says. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can... Uh, Understand that question? Yeah, no, I think he's saying that's seeing that he's, um, he's 65, he's, his wife has left him, so he's not been intimate, so mm. he's developing pain, his prostate. Is it because of a lack of intimacy? Intimacy. Um, at, at, this, at the age of 65, I do not think that would be the cause. It probably is related to his prostate gland, age-related uh, inflammation, swelling of the prostate. Mm. Um you should go have his prostate ex- uh, examined and checked out because obviously you're concerned about prostate cancer as well. Right, right. Um, they're talking about prostate and prostate cancer. Um, signs and symptoms of having problems with prostate, what, what would that be? Okay, the symptoms vary um, from having difficulty passing urine, the, the flow of the urine, the amount of urine coming out, the mm. frequency, you might feel you need to go more often or you feel that once you finish past urine, there's, you haven't emptied completely and you feel it's still a little left. Mm. So you get that sensation. All the flow comes out very slowly, doesn't come out as strong. Um, the amount of urine comes out is less. Then there's uh, 
discomfort when you're passing urine. So those are the, the common symptoms mm. or the, the need to go every so often when you get to the toilet, you find there's only a drop or two. So that's urgency, hesitance, hesit hesitancy, mm. um, restricted flow, restricted amount of urine. Um, so those are the various symptoms. Right, right. And uh, within, just a final question on that, within the urine itself, uh, would there be any signs that can actually... Uh, sometimes you can pick up a bit of blood in the urine. Right. Um, more commonly, if you do have it checked uh, with the dipsticks, where the doctor or the nurse will put a stick in the urine to test mm. for it, and mm. you can they can pick up um, unseen blood, right, um, which needs to be investigated. All right. A male, 65 years old, 85 kilograms, diagnosed arthritis, feet swells as day progress with water, pain at ankles and under the feet when sitting. Difficult to stand up. Walk like a penguin. Take water pill and heart pill. Also painkillers and tramadols. Open sores at ankles and shins. What can one do to improve the movement and heal the sores? Okay, those sores are quite common in people who have stasis of fluid in the feet. In other words, you have fluid build up in the feet from either heart failure or water retention or arthritis. Mm. So because there's now increased fluid in the tissue around the ankle and lower leg, circulation is poor, so you get these sores that develop that take very, very long to heal because of poor circulation. Mm. Um, the best way to treat that is to use compression dressing where you take close the sores off with dressing and nice firm dressing which encourages circulation in the legs mm. but it has to be treated um, by your doctor or by the, 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 the clinic right 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 so um, when a person suffers from this kind of condition just uh, we always hear the, the, the talk about when people ha are diabetic yes and they have this kind of condition where there's poor circulation and they get a sore or something it could actually lead to things like gangrene, amputation, and so on. What about this this kind of situation? We also have, uh, you know, poor circulation and so on. It can, it can, because if if with poor circulation you don't get um, um, good healing, and infection and infections can set in, and and infections don't get treated properly because of poor circulation, and infection develops into gangrene. Mm. Um, but that usually occurs more diabetics, and it's more with your Sores more towards the, f the, f the foot and the feet. Right. Um, you won't get a. It's very seldom you'll get a sore in the in the lower leg or on the ankle that okay. will just become gangrenous. Right. Uh, unless the patient is really badly diabetic, very poorly uh, controlled, controlled. Um, has other peripheral vascular disease where there's mm. very poor circulation. So you've got to have a lot of other illnesses together. All right. Okay. Right. Uh, what we need to do is we need to take a quick commercial break and then uh, the last couple of questions coming your way after this. Night surgery it is at 12 minutes to 10. And you know what? Uh, the respected doctor, Dr. Irshad Musa, has just uh, told me that, look, I am prepared to stay a little longer this evening, seeing that we have received so many questions. So that gives me the liberty to say to you, 
send those SMSs. 47913. 47913. Send it. The doctor said he's prepared to stay a little longer. Well, then we will take advantage of the doctor staying a little longer because you, the listener, you need to ask your questions. Do that. 47913, that's the number. Just remember, age, gender, and weight, very important components of your question. And then, of course, uh, give as much information as possible so that the doctor can do the necessary or give the necessary diagnosis here from the studios. And, of course, Dr. Ershad, Dr. Ershad Mursha, that is, is a family practitioner, family physician, practicing at Kronbroom Medical Center in Kronbroom Road in Ronnebos East. If you'd like to go see the doctor, 021 696-8789 That's the number 021-696-8789 And uh, Dr. Mursa is also the chairperson for the IMA, the Islamic Muslim Association in the Western Cape And as I said, doctor has agreed to stay a lot longer, should you wish him to, so you send the SMS and uh, I will then keep the doctor a little longer. In the meantime, let me go to those SMS that I do have here with me. Salam, Dr. Mbita Yusuf. I'm a 52-year-old female, weighs 75 kilograms. Every morning, I have pain under my right heel. Sometimes it goes away, but lately it stays even with taking Voltaren tablets. Wa alaikum salam. Yeah, that's quite a common problem pain under the heel it can be due to standing on your feet the whole day wearing ill-fitting shoes um, so I need to make have a look at your shoes make sure that your shoes have comfortable um, heels and soles and um, try not to stand the whole day if, if possible mm-hmm. and uh, so the person let's say it's one of the people that uh, unfortunately have to because of the work mm-hmm. uh, what can they do just to, to make it easier for them what would you advise uh, in the evening um, have a foot spa put the, the heel in a foot spa massage it we find also if you there's quite commonly inflammation underneath the heel maybe from a, a a, a low arch, a flattened arch, mm. um, which is aggravated by standing on your feet all day. So they can actually uh, alleviate or improve the swelling or the inflammation under the heel by rolling their foot over a can or over a bottle. Right. And that rolling action actually helps. In other words, if you think of it, like smooth out the bottom of your foot. Mm, mm. So it helps r- roll out any swelling or inflammation. And we find if you do that often enough, you eventually help improve the pain. All right. So that is foot massage first, uh, if, if not possible. Foot spa. Uh, foot spa. spa, if not possible. Do that. Do that, yeah. Uh, and that would be, be like a massage. Like a massage, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And it's quite effective if you do, do it enough. And then continue your anti inflammatories. Voltaren is quite good for this lady. Ah, okay. Um, let us go to our next question here. Um, Dr. Salam, uh, uh, the Dr. Alikum Salam. What is that as your boar's pain and now your rug to gaan? Help Kanala. As your pain from the boar's up now your rug to gaan. Most commonly, it depends where in the chest. Is it low down in the chest, um, at the bottom of your chest, into your back? It can be acid buildup and peptic ulcer that goes to your back. It can also be musculoskeletal if you've sprained one of your ribs and it goes around from the front to the back. Um, 
the best thing is to have yourself checked out first at your clinic or by a doctor and then you you get the appropriate treatment for that mm. all right um salam uh, can major depression affect your behavior in a marriage negatively absolutely um when you become majorly depressed then your mood changes uh mm. you your things that you enjoyed doing before being with your husband intimacy that that's no longer there mm. you feel sad and you feel down all the time you get pains you um forgetful so it can definitely affect um the marriage um so it require management of the major depression would inquire, require involving your spouse in the management and explaining to the spouse the effects of the major depression and how it can affect the relationship between the two the, the married couple mm. so that the spouse can understand that it's not the spouse's uh um problem was causing or, or it causing yeah yeah it's um especially when it comes to intimacy mm. Mm. when there's um between husband and wife um and there is a legitimate reason for they not being wanting to be intimacy right. from the person who's suffering from major depression mm. and um so it requires a lot of understanding between between the spouses right right um doctor just on that uh, how serious can these kind of depressions actually be it can get very serious um where patients with severe major depression can actually um have suicidal thoughts mm. and some of them actually act out this suicidal thoughts and will commit suicide because mm. they feel so down and lonely and 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 unworthy as um that they feel the best way out is for them to end their lives and it's 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 a consequence of the the illness that they have the major right. depression that they have right 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 so the person that you say that should actually speak to the couple as a couple to also explain to the husband or to the other partner this is the situation who would you say psychiatrist psychologist a doctor who would you advise should be the person if it's really if it's it depends on how bad it is if it's severe depression then we recommend psychiatrist mm. who will then work with a couple in conjunction with a psychologist right um the psycho- psychiatrist just just for clarity uh, purposes a psychiatrist is a doctor who specialize in psychiatry and he can prescribe medication mm. where psychologists again has the same f- training but not a doctor but can give therapy and give advice and but however cannot prescribe medication right and he's not a doctor mm. and sometimes the uh, they work ha- hand in hand so the psychiatrist will make the diagnosis or issue the medication and then will get the psychologist to come in and give the therapy Mm-hmm. Because treatment of major depression requires both medication and um psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's medication and psychotherapy. Right, right, right. Okay, um the doctor just before we're going to wrap up just now for news um, and then after the news as you've indicated you will stay a little while longer. But just before we go into the news I'd just like to if I may come back to the the situation where the person wanted to know about uh, you know should you have the condition that uh, you, you urinate uh, the frequently but uh, you know not strong as yeah. uh, as it should be 
and we looked at uh, the condition that could be because of the prostate. prostate. Can that also affect the intimacy? Seeing that you spoke about intimacy, can a person having prostate, uh, prostate condition, not necessarily cancer, yes. but the prostate condition actually result in problems in the marriage? Yes, it can. Um, it's not that common, but it is pos possible that prostate problems can result in um, uh, problems for the male mm. um, in in a sense that he cannot Perform. Be, in be intimate. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, but okay. there, there are a lot of other causes for that as well. Yeah, of course, um, of course. And we've got to exclude other causes before we say it's And that's other medical causes. Psychological and medical causes. Right. Before we can say it's purely um, the prostate. Prostate, okay. All right. Uh, what we need to do now is now we need to wrap up for the news. When we come back, I have a few more questions for you, Doc, before I will most definitely let you go, <laughs> inshallah. Back with you with the night Susie it is, and of course, as I said, I'm going to have our respected doctor, Dr. Irashad, with us a little while longer, and uh, I do have all the SMSs to keep the doctor a little while longer. Do not send us any more. All right, the last one uh, that I've received, okay, I'll tell you what the last one was, but let's first go to this one where... The person was asking certain questions to our respect doctor, and the first one here says, uh, "35-year-old male." This is yes. the person that uh, sent yes. us the. He says, "78 kilograms." Yes. My father suffered with liver cirrhosis. Yes. What are the chances of me developing the same as my dad's physicians once the entire family tested? Okay, so I can, cannot give you an exact answer as to his chance of developing liver cirrhosis. Mm. It sounds to me that his dad's got some sort of uh, um, rare liver disorder mm. that's causing um, the liver cirrhosis to the extent that the physician wants the whole family to be tested. Right. So it could be some sort of genetic or familial thing. Mm. Um the best person to answer that question would be a liver specialist, and that's beyond me. I, right. I, won't, I, I won't be able to answer that. Okay. So, doctor, I have osteoarthritis. What else can I use for the pain as Voltaren tablets give me a rash when I use them? Please advise. There are a lot of other anti-inflammatories that you can use for the, for the pain of osteoarthritis. Um, our esteemed Prof. Kala always used to, I remember him telling me as a student that mm. the best pain medication for osteoarthritis is taking two panados eight, every eight hours regularly, mm. and that will help with the pain. Now, in addition to Voltaren, you could, in addition to the, um, the panado that you take, you can take something, other anti-inflammatories besides Voltaren, if Voltaren gives you a rash, like mm. Brufen, um, Indocid, naproxen, um, then there's meloxicam, celebrex. There's quite a few others, mm. but you've got to just make sure that 
the allergic reaction you have to Voltaren is not a class effect. In other words, if it's, it's a reaction you'll have to any one of those um, anti-inflammatories in the same class. Right. So, so if right. you have a reaction to Voltaren, you might have a reaction to Brufen mm. or to one of the other anti-inflammatories. Mm. So you've got to be careful of that. But the best thing is Panado with maybe Brufen or something else. Right, right. So now, Doctor, I'm a 54-year-old female diabetic high blood pressure, arthritis in the lower back spine since 2012. Painful at times, my left ankle stays swollen and when walking at times, heels a muff. Feels I can't manage to tramp on my left foot. My joints are painful, the hands, ankles, knees, lower back and stiff standing up sometimes, it's difficult. Sounds like this uh, person has bad osteoarthritis on the lower back of the hips and the knees and the ankle. Mm. Um, if you have arthritis in your ankle, you can get swelling of the ankle as well. Um, however, she did, he did mention that had diabetes and hypertension. Right. So we need to make sure there's no diabetic neuropathy. In other words, has the diabetes affected the nerve on the ones on going down the legs, giving that person pain. Mm. So the patient must go and see the doctor, her doctor, um, or the clinic to have themselves properly checked out. Mm. Mm. I'm a 50 year old female, weighs 75 kilograms, no chronic illness, suffer of migraine. Can it be due to menopause uh, by migraine cocktail? Is that is there any other treatment? There are many causes for migraine. First, you've got to determine, is it definitely migraine? Um, sometimes migraine is loosely termed for mm. any severe headaches. Mm. But migraine actually is a type of headache. Right. So firstly, we need to determine, is this truly a migraine or is this just a normal tension headache? If it is a t migraine, um, the hormonal, hormonal changes experienced during change of life can trigger off a migraine attack. So it, it, is, it is possible that the change of life can be causing a migraine or actually any tension headaches as well, the other type of headache. Mm. The migraine cocktail is effective, um, but there are other alternatives. There's something that you can put on the tongue, a wafer that helps to prevent the migraine from developing if you take it as soon as you get the first signs of the migraine coming on. Mm. Um, and there are other painkillers that you can also use for the migraine. All right. Assalamu alaikum. Male, 70 years old, 68 kilograms. Diabetic. The medicine is 500 milligrams of metformin, two per day. Uh, 160 milligram Torac. 160 milligrams diac lixide, one 300 grams puricos, one ecotrin, and it says getting increasingly forgetful to do. Uh, to do, and then it says, please help. Walaikum well, salam. How old was that patient? Uh, um, 70. 70. 7-0. Uncontrolled diabetes and hypertension can have vascular effects on the brain and can lead to premature um, dementia, um, which can cause a bit of um, 
forgetfulness. Hmm. Um, but there are a lot of causes for for forgetfulness. So he needs to see his physician or his his uh, doctor at the clinic to determine um, is it related to his chronic illnesses or is there something else that's causing his forgetfulness. Hmm. All right, and the very last question I have for you, and this time it's for real. <laughs> <laughs> salam to Yusuf and Dr. Moussa. Alaikum salam. Alaikum salam. I urinate very frequently. Little a time, bladder feels full all the time. Is it serious? I'm 60 years old, weigh 75 kilograms. I'm still getting hot flashes. Is it normal on high blood medication this appears to be two questions here the first yeah. question is the bladder symptoms sure um, it's def- it, it sounds like the patient has obstruction of the urine coming out which is due to an enlarged prostate mm. which can be due to normal aging which we call benign prostatic hypertrophy which can be treated with medication initially and further other treatment afterwards the other possibility which is less likely so it's obviously prostate cancer mm. so regarding that this gentleman must go and see his doctor to have his prostate examined which mm. which will require an internal examination and possibly blood tests the second question was regarding just remind me again okay the second question is uh, i'm still getting hot flashes, hot flashes and is it normal i'm on high blood medication uh, sometimes the side effects of the high blood medication depending on which one can give you a sensing of flushing in the uh, face um, uh. so um, it depends on what medication is getting and, and there again when he goes when he has his prostate checked out you may just mention that to his doctor that he's getting these flushes when he um, with his medication all right so uh, it is uh, it happens with gentlemen as well uh, the, this hot flush because uh, one normally associates with the females when the person talks about hot flushing. And no, it doesn't happen. You don't get the same hormonal changes in huh. in the females. In, I mean, males, in males. Like, as in the females. Right. So, the hot flush is he's referring to is purely related, probably to, to the medication. medication yeah. All right. And the final question on that, is it hot flushes? Hot flashes, because you do get different times people say, some say hot flushes, some say hot flashes. To be honest with you, uh, <laughs> I don't know, both, both, I've used both interchangeably, I've heard right. both, and I think they, right. they both can be used and mean the same thing. Okay, and then that's not to catch you up, it's <laughs> just, as you can see, we get it, hot flushes, hot, hot flashes. flashes, but you say, that's fine, you can use either, either of the terms. Either it means the same thing. All right, and on that note, it's time for us to close the night surgery. It has been wonderful to have had you here once again, Dr. Girshad. Really, and I appreciate you coming in, giving off your time, and even giving off the extra family time, because we did agree, 10 o'clock, cut off. Then you say, no, there's so many questions. Let the people ask the questions. And what can I say? Shukran very much. Afwan, it's only a pleasure. Masala. And uh, just to remind you that Dr. Irshad is the chairperson for the IMA, that's the Islamic Medical Association in the Western Cape. He's also a family practitioner, family physician, practicing at Kromboom Medical Center or Kromboom Medical Center that's in Kromboom Road in Rondebos East. And if you'd like to make an appointment to go see the doctor, 021-696-8789.
021-696-8789. Do remember, Dr. Irshad is also, uh, he also uh, practices in uh, traveling medicine as well as occupational medicine. In other words, those for the injuries on duty, etc. This is also the gentleman that you can go and see, inshallah. inshallah. Hope to see you back here soon, inshallah. Inshallah. Not too soon because we also <laughs> give you some family time, yeah. but to see you back here soon. So, and shukran very much also for the IMA to making a doctor available whenever we need one. Shukran very much. So, until we speak again, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our specialist this evening, our guest. And what we'd like to say to the doctor, he's still sitting here with me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him all the success and grant him all the health and strength to continue to be of service to humanity. Inshallah. Amen.